The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. Hallelujah. So, let's get to the mark of the beast. You seemed more interested in that. <laughs> and we're going to begin reading today at the book of Revelation. We're going to begin in chapter 13. The mark of the beast. I don't want to take it. How do, how do I know if I do take it? Is it really going to be I can't buy and sell unless I do take it? Hmm? Well, let's just see. Let's just look at a whole bunch of verses here. And, and then I'm going to share. I'm going to, I'm going to give you the answer to the mark of the beast. Uh, chapter 13, let's look at verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. He had seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns he had ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. So this beast is a bad beast. This beast is an ugly beast. It's blasphemy. Rebellion. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power. So this beast has power, and the dragon is the one that gives it to him. And his seat... And great authority. So the dragon gives the beast power. It gives him a position, a seat. And he gives him his great authority. Right? So this isn't just a nobody. This beast is a bad beast full of blasphemy against God. Amen. And he has a great seat and authority. Has a lot of authority over the world. And the dragon's the one that gave it to him. And I saw one of his heads. Remember up there he had seven heads. I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And, now watch this now. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. So all the world knew what had happened, that the beast had gotten some mortal wound, right? Amen. But his deadly wound was healed, and it shocked the world. All the world wondered about it. And they worshipped the dragon. See, after that happened, they worshipped the dragon which gave power to the beast. See, be, it's, it's like this, I think. You can see behind the beast, there's something empowering the beast. There's something that's behind him. It's called the, the dragon. Revelation 12. I, I preach a real good message out of Revelation 12 about the dragon coming after the seed of the woman. And they worshiped the dragon that gave power to the beast. And they worshiped the beast 
saying, who is like the beast? It's, you know what they've done? They have perverted what we're doing in church. We, we get up and say, who is like the Lord? We say, ask questions like, according to the scripture, who is this king of glory that's going to come through? The Lord, strong and mighty is he. Well, they, look here. This is perverted worship right here. Huh? And they worshiped the beast and said, who's like the beast? And who is able to make war with him? Hey, I got a word for him. I got a word. I, I've been running around with somebody that has been making plans to make war on the beast. I've been running around with somebody named the Lord God Almighty. Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Sidkenu, and all the names of the Lord, the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He's the one that's going to be able to make war with him. And that's what I'm trying to get the church to wake up to. Man, the beast, I don't care how powerful he is. I don't care how much power the dragon gives the beast. Huh? I'm gonna, when I get done preaching this in a few minutes, I'm telling you from now on, instead of being scared that you might take the mark of the beast, huh? If you, when you hear about the mark of the beast, you're going to burst out laughing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because the beast thinks that he's got all the authority and all of the power and the, and the world's attention. But I want you to know, I tell, I, I want, the, let me look into the camera. The, I want to talk to the beast for a minute. I want to talk to the system of this world for a minute. And I want to talk to the dragon or the devil, the serpent that's behind all this mess that's happening in the earth. I want you to know today, Pastor Jim Crabb, Cincinnati, Ohio, Imago Day Christian Fellowship, just so this goes on record that I said it, and I said it on this day. I want you to know, Mr. Beast, Dragon, and Evil One, that somebody's coming to make war with you, but listen, it's not going to last long. This fight's not... This, you know, I... I, I I knew people that, you know, you'd pay a lot of money to go to a heavyweight boxing thing. I know it's MMA time, but that outdates me, right? And, and, and people pay a lot of money to go to a boxing, a heavyweight boxing thing. I mean, I mean thousands and thousands and th tens of thousands of dollars to get a good seat at a, at a heavyweight boxing championship. And, uh, you know... And, and they pay all that money, and in the first round, with the first swing and the first punch, the guy gets completely knocked out cold, and it's, and, and, and it's over. I want you to know, that devil, you're not even going to get a good 10 count. You're going to be knocked out cold immediately. And everybody's going to know that somebody's in the house to make war with the beast and the dragon. You, you, 
you, you combine forces with the beast and with the dragon and all your blasphemies. I want you to know that the Lord Jehovah, the Lord God Almighty is coming and he's coming with his army of saints. He's coming with people that are washed in the blood. He's coming with people that are fearless in their walk for Christ. He's coming and they've got the word of God in their mouth. Hallelujah. Mark of the beast. Ha, ha, ha. Somebody said, well, I'm not going to laugh at him. Maybe he'll make him mad and he'll come back and find me and get me. <laughs> if you think like that, he, he could. <laughs> Verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue for 42 months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. Sounds like some of the newscasts, doesn't it? <laughs> they open their mouth and they blaspheme God. They want, in God we trust, taking off our money. I pray that somebody fights that, man. Somebody gets it. Come on. Don't let them do that, man. We are going to trust in God. America's, America's got problems and issues and there's all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you what. This is God's country. God's got his hand on America. America's not perfect. But if you, if you got a problem with America being imperfect, you got to go on one of my mission trips with me and you'll find out what an imperfect country is. Huh? They, they, they blaspheme the name of the Lord. Look at this now. Middle end of verse 6. And they blaspheme his tabernacle, the dwelling place of God. They blaspheme that. That's why, that's why they're... That's why they're trying to keep the church blocked and church down. Huh? Because this is the tabernacle of God. God comes and dwells here and sits here. And his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. So the dragon and the beast are so stupid that they are blaspheming people that live in heaven. And it was given him given unto him to make war with the saints. Somebody say amen that's, that, that is experiencing that. He's, listen, this beast is not just blasphemous against God. This beast hates the people of God and was given him power to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. This beast is, we'll give him a little bit of credit where it is due, man. He's got a lot of power. And he's got a lot of authority. He just doesn't have ultimate power and ultimate authority. The, the king of our life does. Huh. And power was given unto him over all kindred, tongues, nations, and all that dwell on the earth. Now, here's what happens. All that dwell on the earth will worship him, 
whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. I just, I just got my immunity card. <laughs> huh? Because my immunity card, see, the, the people that, whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, they are the ones that are going to be deceived and worship the beast. But I got a word for you today. My name, there is, what's that song? I got it. There's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. When I got saved in 1973, I'm telling you, I didn't become a church member. I became a born-again citizen of Almighty God. I became a partaker with the God of heaven and earth. I became a member in particular of the body of Christ. I took the Bible, the Word of God, and I put it in my mouth. And I made a decision that I am going to turn hell on its back. I'm going to fight against demons. I'm going to fight against darkness. I'm going to fight against apathy in the church. I'm going to fight against bad attitudes. I'm going to fight against injustice. Huh. But I'll tell you what, I'm not going to worship him. Huh? And don't worry, don't, you got to get over this. You can't be worried you're going to take the, you're not taking the mark of the beast. You've got a good pastor. They taught you better than that. You're not going to do that because your name is written in the book of life. <laughs> is that awesome? Your, my name's in there. Hey, I made, I made the book. I'm in there. I'm in there. How do you know you're in there, Pastor? Because I got in the book the right way. When I got saved, I said, I trust in Christ, not myself. I, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, that I am, I am weak on my own without God, that there's no hope for me, that I am a rebel against God. I acknowledged all that. But I believe that when Christ died on the cross and shed his precious blood, that, that God could take this wicked sinner and God could turn him inside out and give him a brand new life, a brand new heart. And that's what happened to me, praise God. Hallelujah. And when I did, the, I'm telling you, the glory of God came and they wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and yours too, as long as you don't trust in yourself. Verse 9, I like this. If any man have an ear, let him hear. In other words, hey, pay attention to this. You might sleep through all the other messages that Pastor Crabb gives. Don't sleep through this one. Huh? It's wake up time, isn't it? He that leads into captivity, verse 10, will go into captivity. He that kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. 
Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. I noticed, even when the beast is, is loosed in the earth and got all this power, you know what? The saints are standing by faith and standing in patient endurance. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, spoke as a dragon, and exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Now we got a, now we got a second beast to deal with. Huh? This, this would not be a message to leave early at till I find, till I get to the punchline and turn this thing over. So now we got to deal with the second beast. And he, verse 13, and he that does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceives them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword, but he still lived. So the, this dragon was telling them, what you guys need to do is you need to build a monument to this beast. Right? Right? Verse 15, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many, now here you go, as many would not worship the image of the beast shall be killed. Huh? So if you, you, in other words, if you don't worship the, the beast, then that's what he said. I'm, I'm, we're going to kill you. I got to work. Let me talk to the devil just one more time today. I, Jim Crabb, born September 5th, 19... <clears throat> <laughs> I am not. Now nor have I ever been tempted to take the mark of the beast, nor worship the beast, nor honor the beast. In fact, I have made it my eternal destiny that I am a gospel preacher, that we will preach, we'll preach the beast's defeat. And I'll preach it on Sunday. I'll get done with Sunday and I'll start on Monday. I'm going to preach the devil's going down. The demons of this world are short timers. They're reserved in chains for their eternal damnation. But I'll tell you, I, we, whose names are written in the book of life, we are turned on red hot. We are not, we're not going to, we already got over this kind of stuff. We're not going to worship the beast and take the mark of the beast because you can't buy and sell unless you do. Well, I found out. Amen. I don't, I don't, have, to, I don't have to get into the system of the world 
to get what I need. I just got to get in the kingdom of God to get what I need. And I don't care. I don't care if they tell me you can't buy and sell unless you take the mark of the beast and worship the beast. I say, Lord, come on down and give me a miracle. Whatever I need, Lord, I can't buy it at a store, but praise God, you can give it to me and you can create it. I'm telling you, I, th this word has been ringing in my spirit for two days. Sufficiency. When something, someone is sufficient or something is sufficient, what's that mean? It means it's enough. It's sufficient. I'm telling you the blood of Jesus that died on the cross is sufficient to get me everything I need even when I don't take the mark of the beast. I'm still not to my key point yet, but I'm getting it. Hmm. Verse 16. And he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or their foreheads so that no man might buy or sell except he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. I may know that numbers are, are significant all through Scripture. Seven is God's number. Once I, I, you know, I played a lot of ball and I played when I was young and, and uh, I was playing softball by the time I got saved. And every time after I got saved, I would, when they, they said, now tonight we're passing out uniforms, I was always the first one there. And I always would, I'd get in there before anybody else got there and said, I'm number seven. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to be on God's side. Because that's the perfect number. But number six, the one just before seven, is the number of man. And, and the number of the beast, what is the number of the beast? What's his number? Six, six, six. Huh? 666. What's that, what's that really mean? What that really means, it's like the trinity of man, the fullness of, of, of humanity and man and their intelligence and all the things that, that man can do that think that they don't need God. That's what that system's really all about. People that think they're going to be okay without God. I'm telling you, it's not, gonna, it's not true. Huh? For his number is 603 score and six. Now, just real quick, here you go. We're getting to my punchline. So there is a mark of the beast. The beast is going to be worshipped, all those kind of things. Amen. But let's look at, let's slip back a few chapters to Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. And let's, let's look at verse 
1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. That the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor any tree. I saw another angel ascending from the east, having... I'm going to give myself an attaboy because even before I give it to you, I'm going to say, That's, this is a good point, Pastor. Thank you. Huh? I saw another angel coming from the east. See, here's, here's one of my issues with church people. We get so caught up in stuff like the mark of the beast that we get our attention and think that we, we're, we're all freaked out. I don't want to take the mark of the beast. What if this is the mark of the beast? What if that? You're not taking it. You're not going to. You're going to know. You're going to know. You're smart enough to say no. Huh? You're not going to take it, man. I saw another angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living God. A seal, that's not like a, a mason jar where you seal the top of, you know, if you were canning food, right? And, and you seal the mason jar so it lasts for years. Um, but it's a seal in that it's a mark. At the bottom of, of significant paperwork, they put a seal. The, the seal of a state, if, or, or whatever, whatever it is. He said, that angel had the seal of the living God. Now that's already got my attention because, amen, I'm not taking the mark of the beast, but that doesn't mean I'm not taking a mark. It's hmm. good. I'm going to let that one settle in there for a minute. Listen. Huh. had the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom, it was, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, here's God, and he said, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Here's the answer today to this problem of the mark of the beast. We're already marked. I've already taken the mark. I'm marked. I've taken the mark. I've got the seal of the Lamb of God. I've got it in my forehead and I've got it on my heart. When they offer and pass out the mark of the beast, I'm going to shake their hand and say, well, you're too late because I already got my seal. Shout out loud, I'm already sealed. I'm already sealed. I'm already marked. That's Now here, so I would propose 
don't be worried that you're going to take the mark of the beast, but be concerned and make sure you do have the mark of the, of the Lamb of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Huh. Let me, I, I, I can't read all I wish I could. Uh, we're marked. That's why, now sit, listen. You don't, you don't get, so the, the bottom line is, you, if you take the mark, be concerned about the mark of the lamb. Yes. Yes. Huh? Yeah. But I want to tell you, you don't get the mark of the lamb just by playing church. Huh. I better go sit down by Jerry right there on that one. You don't, get the, you don't get the mark of the Lamb just by playing church and thinking that your church attendance is going to get you to heaven and get you the mark of the Lamb. Just because you haven't killed anybody doesn't get you the mark of the Lamb. Just because you help poor people doesn't get you the mark of the Lamb. But when you give your life to Jesus Christ and you, and you really mean it, and you change everything about your life. You're in a new kingdom now. And when your name gets written down, not on, whew. so listen to, listen to what's happened to us today. We started out talking about the mark of the beast and all that dragon stuff and how powerful he was and he got healed of a mortal wound. And then we found out, but hang on, but our names are written in the book of life and if that wasn't enough, I got the mark of the lamb in my forehead. When God looks down from heaven, I'll tell you what he's looking for. He's looking not for perfect people. I'm, that, I'm thankful for that. But I'll tell you what he's looking for. He's looking for them. He's looking to see who's got the mark of the lamb. If you've got the mark of the lamb, he's going to take care of you. He's going to help you. He's, he's got a plan for your life. He's going to get you into his perfect will and perfect plan. But the devil would like the church to concentrate on the mark of the beast. And I decided when I read all this, I said, I'm not doing it. All I need to, I already read it. All I need to know about the mark of the beast it's not cool. There's blasphemy coming from the beast. And he hates God, he hates the church, and he hates the people of God. Huh? But what I'm going to do is keep my mind stayed upon him. And I am going to make sure that nothing in my life erases and gets rid of that mark of the Lamb of God. That's in my forehead. Hallelujah. We are marked people. And we praise God. You know, I preach that so good, it's almost there's a temptation to feel sorry for the beast and the dragon and the devil and everything else. Because he's going to get whipped so bad. 
But then we really think about it, and now we're not, we don't feel sorry for him at all. He deserves everything that's coming to him because Jesus is coming back to make war with him. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a good shout of praise. Hmm. I feel spiritually cocky right now. I mean it, man. Be- and, and that's what should happen. When you hear the word and you find that out. Isn't that a different concept about the mark of the beast? Man, I'm not worried about the mark of the beast. I got the mark of the lamb, man. I'm marked by God. God knows who I am. And he wrote my name down in glory. Amen. Somebody say amen. Let's all stand up this morning. Praise his holy name. Lift up your hands. And let's worship the Lord. Just before we close today. Let's worship the Lord. If you've got the mark of the Lamb, I want to hear you. Put your hands up. And I want to hear your voice. Cry out loud. Say, Lord, thank you for the mark of the Lamb. Thank you for the seal that's in my forehead. I'm marked by Jesus Christ. And I belong to Him for the glory of God. I am not afraid. I am going forward. And I am going to do the will of God and finish my course in the name of Jesus. And everybody shouted amen. Praise God. Brother Gary, you need a healing in your body. Sister Sue, how you doing? Him. Father, stretch your hand out toward Gary Cook. You are marked. You're a marked man. God marked you years ago. Jesus put his seal in your forehead years ago. And you've always been seen by heaven as a marked man and one of the citizens of the kingdom of God that's on this earth. And you have a right to healing. You got a right to deliverance. You got a right to enjoy this part of your life. And may the power of healing go into your body right now by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus name and everybody said amen praise God man I feel the touch of heaven today when I get like this don't you have compassion on Sarah for having to live with me in this condition Woo! Woo! Sometimes I'll run in the other room. I'll be in my Bible and I'll run out of my office and into my into the other part of the house and I'll just start going. Woo! Woo! Sarah, look what I found. Look what I found today. 
in the name in the name in the name in the power of the name in the name of Jesus we trust you enjoyed this message for more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.